welcome to the Rewire for Success podcast. I'm your host, Katie Johnson. This is a podcast created for women who are on a mindset, health, and healing journey, a path to wellness, self-discovery, self-respect, self-validation, and self-love. If you enjoy this podcast, please hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss any future episodes. And if you know someone who could benefit from the things you hear, please share it so others can also be able to make breakthroughs in these areas of life as well. Today, we're going to be answering a question that I keep hearing a lot from people, and I'm seeing this topic talked about lately all over social media. And that question is, should I reject diet culture and try to just love myself as I am? Or should I try and lose the weight? So as a culture, history shows that we're kind of like a pendulum. We usually will swing from one extreme to the other. And I think this is a natural part of cultural progression, but it can be a painful process. And right now, the world is full of women who have been quietly suffering for years and years with feelings of unworthiness and hatred for their body. I can include myself in that category for many years. And though I've come a long ways, I even can find myself still occasionally having those familiar thoughts on the worst days. According to the National Organization for Women, a study showed that by age 13, 53% of American girls are, quote, unhappy with their bodies. And this number goes up to 78% by the time girls reach 17. Most of these same girls who begin comparing themselves to the magazine ads when they're teenagers become 40 and 50 year olds and they're still hating their bodies. So thankfully, more and more people are becoming brave enough to talk about these struggles. And truly, I believe it's another even more massive hashtag me too movement. But whenever there's pain, there also has to be a perpetrator someplace to point the finger and place the blame for that pain. So right now, the finger is being pointed at media and at every effort aimed at weight loss with the negative label of diet culture. With the rejection of these things considered diet culture, instead of this newfound way of living that is supposed to have women feeling great about themselves and their bodies and living a mindful, healthy lifestyle, Many are feeling even deeper shame about their bodies and extreme confusion about how to even feel about themselves in the way that they're thinking. Because now, if they're not feeling good about their body, then they're wrong in how they're thinking. They shouldn't feel that way. And because they're supposed to be able to accept it and love it the way it is, if they try and change it, then that's wrong too. So the pain that people are experiencing here is pretty obvious, and it's attributed to something called cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is where we can think that two things are, that are opposite of each other are true at the same time. So we logically believe something to be true, but deep down we feel something completely opposite. So let me give you an example of this. A while back, I was speaking with a girl, we'll call her Anne, about helping her reach her weight loss goals. She told me that she had recently been to the doctor and the doctor had told her she really needed to start making some changes with her lifestyle, but she was borderline diabetic. So over the next couple days, we were discussing what program and nutrition plan was going to be best for her. And then out of the blue, she suddenly messaged me and she was like, I'm no longer planning to lose the weight. 
She said she struggled her whole life to love who she was and she was tired of hating her body. So she said she instead was going to work on loving herself exactly the way she was because that's what God would want her to do. So here we have a doctor who has told her that if she doesn't change something, she's going to have severe health consequences. And then we have society and religious beliefs that are telling her that the right thing to do is to change her perspective of herself and not her body. To love herself exactly the way she is instead of trying to change herself. So inside, she's dealing with this cognitive dissonance because she's both feeling like she needs to lose the weight to prevent herself from getting diabetes, but she's also feeling like she needs to love herself well by not worrying about losing weight. And there are millions and millions of others who are out there experiencing similar cognitive dissonance due to the fact that they're being taught and told by society that now in order to love yourself and accept yourself and your body, you need to reject diet culture. A quick Google search on diet culture shows infographics of rejecting things like before and after pictures, calorie counting, clean eating, food tracking, and exercise as a way to burn calories, putting food into healthy or unhealthy categories, or even mentioning body shape. I think this is an extremely dangerous place to land on. And here's why. Let me break down some of these things that are being completely rejected and labeled under this category of diet culture. Before and after pictures. Let's start there. Our brains aren't dictionaries, they're picture books. So until we can see something visually, it is very, very difficult for our brains to believe that something's actually possible. Before and after pictures help to show us how the human body is capable of changing and that this is actually doable and possible. Now, calorie counting, this teaches us a healthy understanding of what amount of energy is in the food that we're eating and its connection to the way that fat is stored and lost on the body. It's a vital piece of information for us to maintain a healthy weight. Clean eating helps give people education and awareness about what exactly is in the food that they're putting into their body so that they can make informed decisions. Food tracking gives people data to evaluate as they get feedback from their results so they can see what's working and what isn't, and to make adjustments to their routine. Imagine scientists trying to understand the outcome of an experiment without tracking the data that produced the result. Exercising to burn calories gives people a reliable sense of control over the method that they will use to get healthier. It helps them to know the intensity and the length of time that will be most beneficial in relationship to their food intake. Labeling food as healthy, or unhealthy, it's just factual information and education. There are foods that are beneficial to our body, and then there are foods that are not. Ironically, the foods that are not are manufactured. So it does make sense why it doesn't help marketing to label food as unhealthy or bad. At the end of the day, what it is that I believe people are really wanting by rejecting diet culture is relief. Relief from the pressure that they've put on themselves to accomplish something that they haven't been able to accomplish. And relief from the self-rejection 
that they felt that for themselves for years. And that's so understandable. So instead of rejecting themselves, it's much more comfortable to shift the blame to something else and reject that thing instead. Now, research shows that about 95% of people who diet fail, and 65% of those who do lose the weight gain it back. And that's a large majority of people who are extremely uncomfortable to be at point A, wanting to be at point B. So to relieve that tension, a person's either going to need to put in the work and eventually be at point B, or the other answer and the quickest way to relieve that tension is just to take away point B. But it's also uncomfortable to feel like you gave up or you failed. So believing that it's a bad idea to want that makes it even less painful and more acceptable to give it up. The human brain is designed to avoid pain. It's very interesting. It's a very natural, very healthy part of who we are. Because without that, we wouldn't be able to learn. When something's hot, it burns us and we learn not to touch it. When something tastes moldy or spoiled, we learn not to eat it. And growing up, when we said something to our little brother or sister that made them angry and they hit us over the head, we learn not to say certain things to certain people. Pain is something that we as humans try to avoid at all costs. So it makes sense why when we have a world full of women who are in pain and failing to better their health and confidence, that something needs to change. But is rejecting the science behind weight loss the change that we really need to make? Let me look at this with you from a slightly different angle. According to statistics, only about 18% of cancer survivors will live 20 or more years after diagnosis. That's not a very high success rate. So would it make sense then to not utilize doctors and cancer treatments and instead just accept the fact that you are dying from cancer and that you shouldn't even get treatment because the chances of living 20 more years aren't likely. Obviously, I don't think anyone would make that suggestion. And yet here we are rejecting the very treatment of obesity for the sake of no longer feeling self-rejection. We're teaching people to reject the very things that can help them live a longer, higher quality of life. Now, I think the argument would be that you'd say, well, Katie, a lot of diets out there aren't healthy and aren't sustainable and they are psychologically damaging. They're not good for people to use to lose weight. And I would say I agree with that. And then there are many women who aren't necessarily overweight or unhealthy, but they still hate their bodies because they are believing that they need to look like a specific image or body type. And again, to that, I do agree. So should we love and accept ourselves as we are? Absolutely, we should. Perfection isn't an attainable or worthwhile goal. We are all uniquely beautiful and acceptable and worthy and sexy and lovable exactly as we are. Imperfection is the new perfection. But does this mean if you're not at a healthy weight or you have a goal to have a flatter tummy or a smoother stronger arms or legs that you're wrong for wanting that or for doing things that are going to scientifically give you the results to get those things? To me, the answer is not to swing to the other extreme and reject things that scientifically show us how our bodies work 
and help us to know what we can do to be healthier. To me, it's just silly to be painting those things with fad diets and pills and gimmicks and the over idealization and obsession of the perfect body all with the same brush. I'm not jumping on that bandwagon because I don't believe it's actually helping people. So what bandwagon am I not only jumping on, but getting in front of and pulling along full force myself, (laughs) the bandwagon of loving ourselves in process of pursuit of our fullest life. So that means that success isn't defined by anyone other than each of us individually. That means we don't need to be a certain size, certain look, certain body type, certain body fat percentage, et cetera, et cetera. But if that is something we want, it's okay too. We are each allowed to be who we truly are with our own values, identity, and desires. And at the same time, I do believe in evaluating why we want the things we say we want and making sure that we're creating a version of ourselves that's truly authentic and empowered and in alignment with our true self. And to do this, we need to get to know ourselves better and we need to understand who we really are. So how do we get to know ourselves better? How do we understand the root of why we want what we want? So how do we do that? How do we get to know ourselves better? How do we understand the root of why we want what we want? Well, what we struggle with internally, we can often feel physically in our bodies as well. And it stays with us until we face it and deal with it. Much of the things that we think about become unresolved questions in our head that stay there. And then because they're not resolved, They become stored as tension in our bodies. In fact, many people have chronic illnesses and pain that actually originated as unresolved issues in their lives. And I discovered something through my own personal development journey that has helped me significantly to make mental breakthroughs when I find myself stuck in an area of my life, not understanding myself. And that is journaling. We in our lives, we're super complicated. So when we can write down on paper the intentional questions that we need to answer and take the time to actually answer those questions, it can help to relieve tons of mental stress and allow our minds to give us the answers that we're looking for. So when it comes to understanding ourselves and getting to know ourselves more and evaluating what we truly want for our lives, journaling is the way to go. It's the way to unlock a lot of these answers. Now I have a mindset barrier breakthrough journal training that I made recently that I think would be very helpful for you if you're in the process of figuring out answers to questions like this. So to get that free training and 10 free mindset barrier breakthrough journaling prompts, just go to www.mindsetbarrierbreakthrough.com and get that absolutely free. So getting back to the question, should I reject diet culture and try to just love myself as I am? Or should I try and lose the weight? To answer that question, we're going to be needing to use other questions to get to the real answer. So here are some questions to help you get to that answer. What do I truly want in my life? Am I healthy? Do I want to be healthy? How do I feel about my body? Why do I feel that way about my body? And what source does that belief come from? Have I had any negative past experiences that's shaped my belief systems? 
Do I have a belief system that's not serving me? Do I want to change any of my belief systems? So once you've gotten to the root of those things and you know what you want and why you want that thing, then you can get to work on the solutions and you can ask yourself questions like, well, what changes do I want to make with my lifestyle to create a healthier, more confident version of myself? And how can I love myself well in process of those goals? What new belief systems do I want to have? The quality of our life truly depends on the quality of the questions that we ask ourselves. So I'm going to leave you today the way I plan to leave every episode from here on out. Remember today that you are worthy, you matter, you are allowed to take up space in this world, and you are designed to become no one except who you decide to be. So be your programmer. Thank you.